one of the outstanding characteristics of David is that he asked God what he should do. He was over and over and over in the trials of his life inquiring of God, seeking God, what should I do? This is a wonderful example for us. 1 Samuel 23 Then they told David, saying, Behold, the Philistines fight against Keliah, and they rob the threshing floors. Therefore David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go and smite these Philistines? And the Lord said unto David, Go and smite the Philistines and save Keliah. And David's men said unto him, Behold, we be afraid here in Judah. How much more then if we come to Goliath against the armies of the Philistines? So David went back and inquired again of the Lord. Then David inquired of the Lord yet again. And the Lord answered him and said, Arise, go down to Kaliah, for I will deliver the Philistines into thine hand. So David and his men went to Kaliah and fought with the Philistines and brought away their cattle and smote them with a great slaughter. So David saved the inhabitants of Kaliah. It's not weak faith to go back and ask God again about the instructions when there's some form of doubt that has arisen. The men of David were afraid to go into this battle. So David checked again and heard the same thing again from God, and David went and did exactly what God told him to do. It would be evil to try to persuade God to change your instruction if you desired to do the opposite for personal gain, as did Balaam. In Numbers 22, we have an example showing one of the prophets who wanted personal gain from the king of Moab. And God told him not to do something, but he went back and asked God again, but he wanted God to change the instruction because he wanted the reward that the king of Moab had promised him. Numbers 22, And the children of Israel set forward and pitched in the plains of Moab, on this side Jordan, by Jericho. And Balak The son of Zippor saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. And Moab was sore afraid of the people because they were many. And Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. And Moab said unto the elders of Midian, Now shall this company lick up all that are round about us, as the ox licketh up the grass of the field. And Balak, the son of Zippor, was the king of the Moabites at that time. 
He sent messengers, therefore, unto Balaam by the river of the land of the children of his people to call him, saying, Behold, there is a people come out of Egypt. Behold, they cover the face of the earth, and they abide over against me. These were the Israelites. There were 600,000 men, Israelites, who came out of Egypt, plus women and children, a mighty group who came out of Egypt, of the children of Israel. So the king of Moab says, Come now, therefore, I pray thee, curse me this people, for they are too mighty for me. Peradventure I shall prevail that we may smite them, and that I may drive them out of the land. For I know that he whom thou blessest is blessed, and he whom thou cursest is cursed. So here he sends and offers this reward to this prophet if he will curse the children of Israel who have come out of Egypt. So he prays to God, the prophet does, and presents the case to God. And God came to Balaam and said, What men are these that are with thee? And Balaam said unto God, Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, hath sent unto me, saying, Behold, there is a people come out of Egypt, which covereth the face of the earth. Come now, curse me, then, peradventure I shall be able to overcome them and drive them out. And God said to Balaam, Thou shalt not go with them. Thou shalt not curse the people, for they are blessed. These are the children of Israel. But Balaam wanted the reward that the king of Moab would give him. The king of Moab sent even more distinguished men to Balaam to get him to come and curse the children of Israel. So Balaam returns to God and asks him a second time if he can go with the king of Moab because he wants a reward. Well, God lets him go. All right, you want to do this thing, go do it. And an angel of the Lord stood against him en route. In Psalm 78, verses 7 and 8, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments and might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright, wanting the things of God, and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. We had a woman in our church group who knew the subject of divorce remarriage, She knew she had committed adultery when she remarried. Her adult-aged son and his wife divorced, and then he was going to marry again. 
and she very much wanted to go to the wedding. She convinced herself it was all right to go. And she wanted to be there because her husband was going to give a toast at the wedding. And she wanted to be there to support her husband. And she wanted to be in the activity. So she convinced herself it was all right to go to this wedding. She got to the wedding, which was held in the house of her daughter. But she couldn't stand the people. And she kept fleeing upstairs and hiding out in one of the bedrooms. Have you ever wanted to be in something so much that you convinced yourself it was all right to go and you got there and you couldn't stand it? That's what happened here. And that's really what Balaam did. And finally, he ended up blessing the people of God. And the king of Moab said, depart from me. You've blessed them. You didn't curse them at all. You blessed them. So he departed from the king of Moab without any reward. It is so important for us to set ourselves as Abraham when the king of Sodom offered reward to Abram. And Abram said, I have lifted up my hand before the Lord that I won't take a thread to a shoe latchet from you lest you say I've made Abram rich. That's in Genesis 14. To purpose that we want our rewards and riches to come from God only. We do not want the reward that can come to us through winning a lottery or through devices of men, but only the reward that God would give us on this earth. Psalm 78 verses 17 and 18. And they sinned yet more against God by provoking the Most High in the wilderness. And they tempted God in their heart by asking for meat for their lust. Verses 26 through 31. And he, God, caused an east wind to blow in the heaven. And by his power he brought in the south wind and he rained flesh upon them as dust and feathered fowl like as the sand of the sea. And he let it fall in the midst of their camp round about their habitations. So they did eat and were well filled. For God gave them their own desire. They were not estranged from their lust, but while their meat, was yet in their mouths. The wrath of God came upon them and slew the fattest of them and smote down the chosen men of Israel. Romans chapter 1, verses 28-29 And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness. We must keep God in our mind. The examples of the Bible, the scriptures, that we would not 
want to do the evil that the world does. Romans chapter 12, verse 2, Paul says, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renewing your mind to the word of God. Keeping the word of God before us. The people who are turned over to reprobate minds, they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. They wanted to do their own way. So they didn't want to think about what the scripture said. So God gave them over to a reprobate mind, which is a mind without his judgment, removing the Holy Spirit, that they would not have the judgment from God inside them to follow God because they didn't want to. They wanted the reward of this world. All of the scriptures of the Old Testament warn us not to do as they did, not to want these evil desires that they wanted, for they will destroy us. Our own desires can destroy us. Instead, we turn to God and ask him to give us a new heart, to give us a new spirit, to restore us, to cleanse us, to help us to desire him rather than the reward of the world. To keep ourselves in the way of God, by the word of God, the Holy Scriptures. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.